0: Tom
1: Shifflet
0: Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 65 of the Tom Shifflet Podcast. I am still your host, Tom Shifflet. It has been a minute since I've been able to record my podcast. I haven't had the time to really sit down, write everything out, get some really like coherent thoughts together on this podcast I've been able to record my other one because it's absolute nonsense with my buddy Casey Allen I don't really have to do any prep or anything like that or even be sober for that one so that was a lot easier just to do on the fly but this one it takes a lot of thought a lot of process and I really want this to sound good so I finally had some time the past couple days I actually actually have a guest with me today on this episode I have my younger brother Kyle Harkins joining me to discuss first half of the NBA season We'll take a look at each conference at the break. Um, Is anyone stopping Brooklyn in the East? Uh, Is Utah a real contender to the LA teams, MVP, and much, much more? So, Kyle, what's up, man?
1: What's going on, Tom?
0: Not much, dude. So, let's jump into it. Finally, we got to the All-Star break. A much-needed break for a lot of teams naming mostly the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers. They have been dying for this break. I mean, 70 days after a grueling six-game series in the finals. To start playing now, like you can just tell, both those teams were just dead going into the break, so they're really happy to have that break.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. The Heat had to go on that long, uh, six-game road trip. Yeah, uh, brutal. And the break, the break as well. They were fortunate to come out of there. Uh, I'm pretty sure five and one. I think they lost the last one.
0: Yeah, five and one, and they're seven out of their last eight, so they're like the second hottest team in the league right now behind Brooklyn. Yeah. So,
1: with Jimmy missing two weeks of COVID and losing 12 pounds and how he's came back and played.
0: Yeah.
1: It's kind of, it's been unbelievable.
0: I mean, you wouldn't expect anything less from Jimmy Butler, right?
1: No. I mean, (laughs) not me. Not me personally.
0: Not anybody. Guy's a dog. So looking at the Eastern Conference in total, I mean, it's the same old East, honestly. Only five teams are over 500 right now. It's
1: um, it's, it's, it's a real just straight shit shit dog fight. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I guess you could say it's a lot of parody and it's like really competitive, but just a lot of these teams aren't very good. They really aren't very yeah. good. And it's, yeah. it's quite obvious that I mean, the Knicks are the fifth seed right now. Who would have thought that going into <laughs> into this season? Like for real. Yeah, I don't
1: I don't have them uh, making the playoffs. Um, I, I feel like the Bulls, Pacers, Hawks and unfortunately I still believe in the Wizards. I still think Russell's very, very capable and that man Bradley Beals one of the baddest men on the planet right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. So you don't you don't
0: think, think the Knicks anything. are gonna stay in the in the eighth seed? No, or I, think was, in the I think in the play attorney? Uh
1: they might they might make the play in tournament. I, I think they might make the nine seed, but I'm looking at it right now. I think the Hornets are going to make a leap. I think they're really coming together. I like them more as a young unit with a little bit more.
0: You trust the Hornets more than the Knicks?
1: Yeah, I I, I like that team more. I like I like how Lamelo's looking. Not yeah. really just not him in general, but Terry Rozier's coming into his own. This I know year. I that's mean, he, crazy. Terry been playing the out of night. his mind. I, I forget who he was playing, but it was the third quarter and he had like maybe 22. Yeah, like. I mean the way he's shooting the three
0: ball this year is like insane. Like it's same thing with Lamelo. Like Lamelo's shooting over 40% from three. Nobody saw that coming coming into the league. Like nobody. And Lamelo,
1: the thing is, he's letting the game come to him. Like, oh yeah. Everyone was waiting on him, waiting on him to start shooting and scoring the first week he came to the league. He just he felled it out, and now look at him. He, his pace is insane.
0: Like he is. He is. He looks like he doesn't look like a rookie. It's nuts, man.
1: Um, his touch, his feel for the game is something you can't. You can't measure a judge. so I still think I yeah, still he, think the Knicks are
0: Hornets. fine, and I think the Hornets are too. I think these are two teams we can kind of believe in for right now because Julius Randle is oh, playing out been. of his mind. Like, uh, I mean, most improved player is already locked up. It's Julius Randle. He's been yeah. absolutely he's phenomenal. Un- he's unbelievable. He's been phenomenal. And Emmanuel oh. Quickly, too, has been such a fine for the Knicks. He's been incredible as well. And then they add oh, Derrick Rose man. in there as well. Like, They're playing some really good basketball. Like, Tibbs is doing a really good job. And R.J. Barrett looks like a real NBA player this year, so – I think the well, Knicks are something to believe in. I don't know if there's a the five seed, obviously. I mean, I think Toronto's definitely gonna make a leap into the top five, but
1: Yeah, they have to they're gonna make a push with Kyle Lowry and that team right there. They're mm-hmm. they're a little They're too it. talented. Past they're Cal, way too talented. Pascal just has not been playing that well this year and Nick Nurse has been letting them know. Nick Nurse has been taking him out of the game lately. Mm-hmm. It's like he kinda of like turns into Giannis late in games where he just tries to rim run and just throws up floaters when he's so big he just play off two. And if it's not there, just start kicking it out and finding Fred, finding Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. finding these guys out and out. But um, OG's got to come back, right? He, he's not been healthy. I don't think. No,
0: they, they. You know, that's the problem with Toronto. They've dealt with a lot of big injuries, and I think they're still. I think they're going to make a move here. I don't know if it's going to be for Drummond or not, or whoever they're going to make a move for. But I just don't I like see that. them like giving up on the season. And like, I see a lot of things where like Philadelphia is going to make a run for Kyle Lowry. I just I don't see them
1: trading Kyle Lowry at all. Yeah, and back with the Knicks, you know, when I played in high school, I played against Fumana uh, quickly, and you know, you 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 saw signs that that boy is that boy is talented. He he's smooth, he's long, mm-hmm. he's tall, he's very just under control. And yeah, that's the biggest thing in the NBA when you get there. It, these rookies who really play really well, they're so they're, in control. They're, they're so in control, mm-hmm. and the game is never too fast for him. That's no. the thing, the NBA. They, every time you go up in a step in the league. It gets it gets faster and yeah. it gets slower at the same time. There's another
0: gear so, you got to get to, like right in the middle of like quick yeah. and then in control. Like you got to be right in the middle when there.
1: When he came out of the Maryland area, he was the, you know he was the best three point shooter in the Washington you know DC area. So mm-hmm. it, it's no surprise to me that he's he's hitting threes. He's shooting it. You yeah, know, his floater, you. his
0: in between game, like he's got everything going on, and he's playing really oh, good okay. defense as well. Like it's it's he's, incredible what the Knicks are doing right now. I just I can't believe that the fifth seed going into the All Star break.
1: Yeah, I really – I can't believe it. I can't either. believe but it, man. honestly, I mean, as a Heat fan, um, I'm happy to see where the standings are.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for what Miami has kind of gone through all year, for them to be the sixth seed right now it'd be 18 and be 18-18, and I mean, you, you would take that every single time. If you laid out this season for you and someone would have told you you'd be the sixth seed, you'd take that every single time. No yeah. doubt about it. I mean, Duncan Robinson has really struggled shooting most of the year. Goran Dragic hasn't been healthy most yeah, of the year. Yeah. Jimmy has missed some time. Bam has been really inconsistent for the most part. But they're still here, 18-18. Like I said, seven out of eight they've won going into the break. They're playing really good basketball right now, and I really think they have a legit chance to make a real run into that four seed. They could. I mean, Boston is really struggling. They, I don't really like Boston right now. I
1: don't like They play a— I don't know why it it almost looks like Jason Tatum's trying to play like James Harden or something. Well, it's just, it's still going back to
0: that shot selection, that shot selection, man. He takes the dumbest shots in the world. It's so frustrating to watch every single night.
1: Some people are really like really telling me that they think Jalen Brown is better because when they watch the game, they they see like what Jason Tatum is by far the best player on that team. Oh, it's no question. But it's like the, the level of difficulty shots he takes to Jalen Brown's like Jalen Brown Jaylen just Valison he plays. takes the but shots like, he
0: needs to take. Like he doesn't take stupid heat. shots.
1: Yeah, he's not trying to you know, he's not I don't know, he's not trying to play like Kobe and, you know, taking fade away. He's yeah, doing Tatum, like, it's yeah. just it's
0: so frustrating because the man can get any shot he wants on the floor, anytime he wants. And then he just Stop. settles for so many step back threes and just so many heavily contested shots where he could have passed out of it and it's just it's extremely frustrating. But I think I guess one good thing for Boston is that it looks like Kemba is starting to find his groove again. He's starting to look like Kemba the past three or four games because at the beginning of the year, he looked rough, and you kind of made sense why Boston was kind of, I don't know, in quicksand. They weren't really going anywhere because Kemba was just playing awful. And then Daniel Tice, Tristan Thompson, they are not playing very well at all, so that's pretty rough for them. But Robert Williams, Time Lord, like he needs to get – I would start him if I'm Brad Stevens the rest of the way.
1: Yeah, he's he's by far their best center. He's it's their just, best just, big. He just has those moments where like it's like, damn, this kid's young. He still has to, you know what I mean? Like,
0: I mean, watching that Clippers he, game the other night, like he changed that entire ball game. Yeah, Williams he definitely and
1: Williams
0: did. Same thing with that Pelicans game, uh, like a week ago. He completely changed that ball game, and you know, New Orleans kept making a run every time Robert Williams was pinned to the bench. So. Yeah, if I'm Stevens, I'm making the move. I'm putting Time Lord in the starting lineup because I mean, Tice is serviceable, I guess, and Tristan Thompson, God bless him, I love him, but he's just he's not there right now. So it's very tough for Boston. I don't know what they do. I I guess they try and apparently they're trying to make a move for Drummond, or they're waiting for him to get bought out or something. I, I have no idea, but Boston needs to do something here. I don't know what it is, but something's I think missing.
1: Everyone is just waiting for that team to make a move. And then Boston. It's gonna. I don't know who's gonna make the move first. Cause I, every day I see the Heat are looking for mm-hmm. someone else. You know what I mean. So yeah. I. I don't. I think we do also need someone if we're gonna even make a push. What do you think? Like, what do you think, like, do. Do you think they need? We just need to. Um. I don't know if we have anyone who's even out there is good enough to make us that that team. I think we can. We can do anything. Like we showed me that last postseason. Yeah. But. With you know what we're gonna get into is Brooklyn, that that three-headed monster down there. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't see anyone e- even becoming close to this. I know it's yeah, ins- it, it's insane, I mean, man. Philly, though you can't count out JoJo, but
0: mm. especially the season he's having and the way that Ben Simmons is playing defense and he's just overall just wrecking the game right no, now. I'm it's it's really beautiful to watch. I think the only thing that I'm kind of wavering on Philadelphia, who was my pick to be representing the East going into the season is the bench or the lack of a bench for them. Their bench is just, it's horrific. It's no good at all. And their starting lineup is really good, but it's tough when you have Seth Curry playing really important minutes on the defensive end because he can't defend anybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to watch. It's bad.
0: Like when they get into these really important games, people are just, they're just matchup hunting Seth Curry and it's really tough. Like, uh, I don't know. There's only so much Ben Simmons can do on the perimeter, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do. That was Dallas's problem when they had Seth playing major minutes and big moments was that he couldn't defend his guy on the other end. He could shoot 50% from three yeah, like he's going, to, he's going to, but he's going to give up a bucket every single time.
1: That's the thing, Tom. If he doesn't shoot well, then he's pretty much useless. Useless, right. He's given up 30, 40.
0: But the idea of him <laughs> out there, like even if he's struggling, you still can't leave Seth Curry open.
1: Yeah, so I mean it there see those are the the points that you know don't show up on the box scores. Mm-hmm. you know they can't they can't help off him right. you know the back side at so it's all It's
0: making Why, life like, so much easier for Joel and Bean like imagine yeah. like him having yeah. space the past couple of years so what it oh, looks um, like they're going
1: to have to run that but when it comes down to a late game situation you know they're going to clearly have to go offense defense and get him out of there cuz yeah. I mean I've But been, I mean you know, who do you even switch him
0: with played. at this point? I mean who are you going to put in like Shake Milton?
1: Yeah, I couldn't. That's I, that's I, the I, problem. I, I like
0: they him. need they need another they need one more piece. I think.
1: Yeah, I, I think, think they needed I, it
0: to begin with. But with Harden playing the way he is and the way that Brooklyn's starting to mesh now, and they're apparently going to get Blake Griffin too, who I think is really going to help them out. They has got to make one more move. I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know if PJ Tucker's still available, but apparently much.
0: the Lakers are hot and heavy on PJ Tucker, and so is Brooklyn. He, so.
1: That guy's trying to win. That guy's a winner right there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's like an
0: F, if it's an effort thing for PJ Tucker, kind of like in the Blake Griffin kind of thing where it doesn't look like he's giving really good effort every single night or, you know, he looks washed, but maybe a change of scenery will help PJ Tucker and same thing with Blake. I think Blake too. I think it's an effort thing. I think he's still got something left. I don't think he's completely washed, but he's certainly not the guy he was a couple of years ago, but I think he can still help out Brooklyn or whatever team takes him. Apparently Brooklyn's a front runner, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Lakers make a run for him, but they can only offer him like, I think less than a mil. So I I just don't see Blake going to uh, LA, but he's probably going to be a net by Sunday. We're going to find out he's a part of the nets.
1: Yeah, that's going to be
0: rich get (sighs) richer.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I, they're still good at the top for me. I mean, with him, how he was playing with the Pistons, you'd be like, well, is his knees hurting? Is he okay? He, he hasn't doesn't. dunked a ball. Like, he
0: hasn't had a dunk in a game since 2019. Isn't
1: that insane? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I watch him play. Like, Tom, he doesn't even, like, try. Like no. And you know he can still touch the top of the glass. Oh, like, easily.
0: So. Yeah, he can still jump out of the gym.
1: I think he just didn't. He didn't care. I saw him at halftime. The Pistons were down like thirty six to some terrible team. Mm-hmm. And he was just. He was just done. He, yeah, I think it's an uh, effort he, thing,
0: man. I really do. Man, I think it's an effort thing.
1: I saw him put up. He's shooting like seven, eight threes a game. He can't right. he can barely two, You know what I mean? I like, mean the I the
0: the transformation he's made in his game is actually pretty insane. To think that he went from a guy who lived predominantly, you know, kind of the way Zion is now, where he lived point yeah. blank at the rim, dunking on everybody. Now. He lives on mid-range jumpers and three-point shooting, and he doesn't really even dunk the ball anymore. Yeah.
1: He he didn't even shoot the ball at all when he was with
0: L.A. Just, no, that some, was kind of a detriment to them career. towards the end of that run because people just let him just be wide open. He wouldn't take the shot, so yeah. now he's taking I mean, you
1: can definitely You can definitely see the improvements in his shot. It's definitely oh, absolutely. He he is, he's he's a guy you fancy can't fancy really being,
0: leave behind the three-point you, line you, open. So
1: yeah, he used to bend his knees and come up and shoot straight up. Like, yeah, he's really reworked him. his jump shot. He, he looks It
0: looks good. It looks normal.
1: Yeah.
0: Even his, that oh. little hitch he had at the free throw line is gone. Like He looks like he's really remodeled his jump shot. I still think he can help any ball club, man. He's a really good facilitator. He's not the greatest defender in the world, but he's not a negative over there for the most part. I mean, he can oh, shoot a little bit if he's open, so I think he helps them out a lot. And I mean, he can't hurt them more than DeAndre Jordan is hurting Brooklyn, so.
1: I mean, yeah. Uh, DeAndre Jordan chose some good on the offensive end, but
0: not, I mean he catches lobs, that's cool, but I mean, for the most part, if he's not catching lobs, he's not doing anything else really. He's just taking up space. Yeah, yeah you're right. But I mean he's Kevin Durant and Kyrie's guy, so I mean, he's not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, that's why I thought um Demarcus Cousins was gonna come though. I still think right. that's a
0: strong possibility too. I still think that probably
1: happens. Well we can't rebound where shit, so that's why I was telling you like we gotta I know Bam is like it looks like he would be a great NBA five, but mm-hmm. the way we're rebounding and the way you go into the postseason, if you can't rebound and if we brought into, the- well, I think it uh, takes a I feeling. think it takes
0: a commitment from everybody. Like everybody's got to rebound, yeah. besides Jimmy and Bam. Like everybody's got to get well, down there and crash the glass. Even like Tyler Hero, everybody's got to get down there and crash the glass.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say Tyler Hero in the playoffs last year. The guy was getting eight, nine rebounds, seven rebounds a game. So, yeah, he
0: was over five at least for that playoff run. So everybody's got to.
1: He's been not playing as right. great as last year. Like, he's like, I don't know. It's not like he did I mean, him not... in the
0: bubble was insane. He he really yeah. was insane. Yeah. And if you thought this was going to be Tyler Hero the rest of the way, you're like, holy shit. Miami is <laughs> really going to be a problem for years to come. Like, Tyler Hero is going definitely... to be like this all the time. But I think it was one of those things where it's just bubble, like the bubble magic. Like what happened with like Jamal Murray and well, PJ Tucker. Could... And, and uh, what was it? Uh, what was the other guy who was really lighting it up?